Welcome to the Learn Live Gula podcast, where you will receive inspiration from talented women educators from around the globe. Thanks for joining. Thank you for inviting me. The, um, the shir will be the Nishmas, my father, Yitzhak Eliyahu Ben Lipman. And the shir is in Parshas Bechukaisai, Chelek Lamed Zayin. In the year Tavshinun Aleph, this sicha was the Likot of the week. And the sicha is based on the first psukim of our parsha, Parshas Bechukaisai. And the beginning of the parsha begins like this. Im Bechukaisai Telechu, Vnasati Gishmecham Beitam. Rashi explains that the, palabra, that the word um Rashi explains it means to you Amelim Bataira. If you will if you will work very hard in learning Taira, then I will give the reins in its time. And then the Pasa the Pasa continues, Psukim continue after that, and it starts describing the um rewards that Bene Israel will get if they learn Taira with diligence or like it says a melem like hard work and who and if they will keep his mitzvahs and it says afterwards in the psukim the earth will yield will give its yield and the major says about this 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 pasuk this expression that says not like the present way that the earth gives its yield but it will be blessed it will be that a person plants and in the same day it will already mature and grow the fruit will grow mature and grow and then it goes on giving a few more descriptions of the miraculous kind of um gashmius will happen will happen like in the planting and then it says that also we see in other places that it writes that in times of Mashiach, the earth will give out good things to eat. And it says that the kernels of wheat will grow to be very, very big. And the Rebbe asks a question. He says, we know that Rambam says that lo kol that everyone, everyone, Mashiach comes Everyone will only be busy learning, learning about Hashem, and that's why we have to have a good Gashmias, so we won't have to take care of Parnasa. But the Rebbe says, even so, why does the Medrash go on and describe all kinds of miraculous Gashmias as if it's something important in itself? The Rebbe says it should be in sort of a minor detail in order that the Yidin could learn and just and just be dedicated to Torah study. Okay, so they have a parnasa on the side, but doesn't have importance in itself. And the Rebbe says that the Mefarshim ask the same thing about our parsha. That it says, That the Rebbe says the schar that's written here is mostly schar gashmi. But we know that the main schar should be a schar ruchni. That's, that's the most important, is the ruchnius. And it says, so this, the, so some of Farshim say, it will be hasara samunaim. It will be like, they will take away the, the blocks, the things that make it difficult for us to learn Taira. So that's why it's important to have a schar gashmi, so the Yidin will be able to sit and learn. And, but the Rebbe says, but other Mepharshim say that no, 
here when it talks about this miraculous Gashmias or bountiful Gashmias, it's talking about schar, reward. It's not just talking about something, or interruption or a blockage that's going to be moved away so we'll be able to have a easier time to learn. And we also know that it says in Pirkei Avais, Al we shouldn't be like servants who serve their master just to receive a reward. It says we should be like servants who serve their master not to receive a reward. So why is the war why is the reward emphasized and not only reward, but Afka Gashmistic award? So the Rebbe, so the Rebbe says that, um, that the Rambam says that this idea of serving Hashem Lishma, of serving Hashem not for the reward, and not and not needing the Gashmistic reward to motivate us to do Torah and Mitzvahs, is the ideal level, but most of us are not in that level yet. And most people need a Gashmistic reward to motivate them. And that, that's the level that most people are on, that the Gashmistic order is important to them, and they need it. And not only that, but the Rebbe says that even when Mashiach comes in the first stage, not everyone is going to jump to the level of tzaddik and perfect and perfection. But even when Mashiach comes in the beginning, people are still going to need the Gashmistic reward to motivate them for Tyrion Mitzvahs or to op- to they'll still have a significance and importance for them. Now there also says another opinion, there but another reason why we can't say that this Gashmias that's mentioned here in such length is just like a detail and, and is just allowing Bnei Israel to learn Tyra with peacefully, because the Rebbe says, the parsha begins with the words, We can't say that these psukim are only written for the people of, of Am Yisrael who haven't yet reached the level of serving Hashem, of serving Hashem Lishma. And then, because the, the, the pasuk of the Torah has to be related to everybody. And not only that, but the Rebbe says, these psukim, who's it talking to? Rashi says, it's somebody who learns Torah with, with diligence. And we know that Hachasidus explains the word, means laws. And Chukosai also has in it the Shairesh of Chakika. What is Chakika? We all know Chakika is engraving. If you have the Torah engraved in you, what does it mean engraved with you? That's one thing with you. It's not that you have a life and you also study Torah. No, in the Torah is Belashen Chakika. It's engraved on you. So the said, a person who is learning Torah, is learning Torah in a way of hard work, and a person who has the Torah engraved on them, that's not a person who needs a Gashmi sticker reward to motivate them to do Torah and Mitzvahs. So there has to be a reason 
why do we men why does the why do the why does the Pasuk mention or why do the Midrashim bring the Gash Mystic Award in great detail and why do they give importance to the miraculous Gashmius that's going to be in the times of Mashiach? We have to that's our question, that's our main question. And the Rebbe explains the following. The Rebbe says the Torah is, says about the Torah it is said, Hu yamecha. What does this mean? Not only is a Torah something that gives us Ilam Haba, but not only is Torah part of our life, but the Torah has to be one thing with our life. Our life is Torah and that's it, nothing else. And the Rebbe brings an example. He says, the person is made up of three parts, a rosh, a goof, and a regal. The head, the body, and the feet. And each part of the body does different things and has different functions. What happens when something is really a deep part of us and we identify with a certain concept or emotion in, a, in our most innermost essence, then our all three parts of us, our head, our body, our feet, are all affected and all get involved. For example, we know that if someone has a reason for a huge simcha, then not only do you hear it and you listen to the simcha and you think about it, but sometimes it just brings you to start jumping up and down and with joy or just brings you to start dancing. Why do your feet dancing if your head understood a simcha or if your heart is feeling a simcha? Because you just feel that this is something that touches you in your deepest part and it affects your deepest part. And the other side, we see some people who are they're in a big tsar. They, you could see it, the way they walk. They're schlepping their feet and the way they're, they're, they're walking, they're walking. You can tell that you know, they really have something that's bothering them to their very soul. And so the Rebbe says that when, when, it, when it says that that the Torah is our life, it's our mahos, our essence, that means that everything involved in the person's life ha- is, is Torah. There's not two separate things. Not I have a business and besides that, I also go to shul and I also do mitzvahs. It's not that, you know, I, I make supper and I also I also have tire and mitzvahs. Okay, so I'll be careful with kashras or with different dinim. No. Every single part of your life is part of the taira. There's nothing left outside. There's nothing nothing no no part of your life that's outside of taira. So that is the main point we have to understand. And if we understand that, we can understand that if the reward for Tarot and Mitzvahs would be a Ruchniistic award, reward, that means that we did Ruchniistic Avaida, and so the reward is a Ruchniistic reward. But if the reward is also Begashmius, that means that our work was also Begashmius, our serving Hashem was also Begashmius. And so that's why it says that La'asid Lavai, the reward is also going to be Begashmius. Because if our whole life is our Torah and Mitzvahs, that means that every part that's connected to us is part of the Savaidas Hashem. So the reward has to also be in every part of us. We have 
a spiritual part and we have a physical part. And we don't want to exclude any part from Avodah Hashem. So that's why, just like our Avodah Hashem is Ruchni and Gashmi, then the reward is also Ruchni and Gashmi without leaving any detail of our life out. And so here the Rebbe says that the Torah has to be Mashpia until the smallest and furthest details Gashmiim of our life. And then the Rebbe brings the idea of it says, Bukaisai. We said that the Torah is engraved in the person. So when something is engraved, the Rebbe says, it used to be like right now, a person, sorry, right now, a person plants and it takes time until it grows and until they could use or eat whatever they planted. Why is that? Because right now there is an interruption between the makar, the chayos of what's being planted and, and the makar and the plant itself. Sorry, between the kayach, uh, between Hashem and the physical seed or the physical stalk of wheat or the physical tree. So since there's interruption right now in Galos between the stalk of wheat and the tree and the makar, the Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so that's why there's a delay from the time you plant it until it grows. And what will be the Chiddush in the times of Mashiach? There will be no interruption from the planting until the full growth begashmias. Why? Because everything in Gashmias is going to be fully and totally connected to its source, which is Hashem, without any interruption at all. And Rebbe compares this to the idea of Chakika, engraved. Rebbe compares this to a stone that has a letter engra- letters engraved in it, but not only are the letters carved out on the top of the stone, but it's through and through, like the luchais. The luchais, the letters on the luchais were engraved through and through. You could see from one end to the other. There was no letters engraved on top of the rock. And so the letters itself was the luchas. There was no two different parts. There was nothing separable. It was just totally, totally one piece, a letter, and the stone around it. And so the Rebbe explains that's how it's going to be. Everything is going to be direct with its source, that's Hashem. And that's the lesson for us is that we have to make in our hearts and in our life now that every single detail is through and through only one thing with Elokos. No two parts, me and my Taira, me and my mitzvahs. It's one thing. And also it explains that the Gashmias of the Yid is through and through only for one purpose, and that is to be part of our Yerchmistical life. I heard a story recently about in the Sefer HaSichas about a Chassid, and this Chassid would go around selling things. He was a, um, let's see, he was a traveling salesman. And when he would make a sale, he would say, 
it uh, must be that the Rebbe sent a letter asking for tzedakah for Pidyan Shvuyim, or it could be that the Rebbe sent a messenger to to collect tzedakah from me. That's why I made the sale. His business was one thing with his connection to the Rebbe, and there was no two parts about it. I wish everybody a very good Shabbos and Mashiach now. We should all be together in the Beis HaMikdash. Hashlishi b'mhera v'yameinu. Take a fumia. Thank you for listening. Now go inspire others to help propel our world to its ultimate purpose and perfection with the complete and final Geulah.